At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings once again. I'm about to begin the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. You're tuned in to another edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. Hear the latest in trending news, hot topics, guest interviews, new music, and much more. This is Tanisha Baker, and as always, I'm excited to host Talking With T, the show designed with you in mind. It's October 21st, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Kim Kardashian West, Judge Judy Shineland, and the late trumpeteer, Dizzy Gillespie. On this date in history in 1950, Earl Lloyd became the first black person to play in an NBA game. Lloyd went on to become the NBA's first black assistant coach and the first black chief scout. This week is National Business Women's Week, Friends of Library Week, National School Bus Safety Week, and Freedom of Speech Week. In addition to October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Awareness Month, it is also National Bullying Prevention Month. I read a disturbing story as police are investigating the death of a 10-year-old Allison Wendell in Santa Ana, California, who died by suicide. She was found at her home this past Sunday by her 9-year-old sister. Her family says they want people to remember who she was. She was not a sad little girl in some horrible depression. It is suspected that the girl had been bullied, although her family does not believe bullying was a factor in her death. They don't want to jump the gun and have someone feel guilty for contributing to her death if that wasn't the case. At any rate, the thought of a 10-year-old committing suicide is terribly troubling. And speaking of suicide, CNN reported that suicide attempts by black teens are increasing. The report stated that from 1991 through 2017, the rate of reported suicide attempts by African-American teens rose, especially the rate among black boys. While suicide is the second leading cause of death from all demographics, the suicide rate of black teens grew while the rate of other ethnic groups fell. I also researched these findings in some medical journals and health reports. I understand that historically, black teenagers in the United States have had lower suicide rates than whites, but the new study finds that more black teens have been attempting suicide in recent years and experts are not sure why. The theme this month is better beware. You've been warned to beware of people with nothing to lose and beware of social media and your digital footprints. Well, this week, you are warned to beware of fake friends. Fake friends can do more damage than enemies. And believe me when I tell you that everybody cheering is not celebrating. Those people that will smile in your face and stab you in the back can cause you more harm than good. Try to identify these people and let them go. Give them an exit ticket out of your life. I'd rather be confronted with an enemy and I know where I stand than be caught up in the confusion of fakeness from somebody 
who claims to be my friend. Let's turn our attention to our quick bits. We were saddened by the news that Representative Elijah Cummings, chairman of the House Oversight Committee, died in his home this past Thursday at the age of 68. Last week, we shared the disturbing story about Atatiana Jefferson, who was shot in her home by a cop doing a wellness check. Since that time, we have learned that the officer involved has been arrested and charged with murder. Also, the funeral that was planned this past Saturday at the church of Bishop T.D. Jakes was canceled when her father argued that he was not included in the planning of her services. Willow and Jaden Smith, son and daughter of power couple Will and Jada Smith, are going on a concert tour. The tour kicks off November 12th in San Diego, and Wendy Williams is celebrating her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. A happy highlight comes with Shaquille O'Neal providing the family of a 12-year-old paralyzed in a shooting with a wheelchair-accessible home. Two Indian teens have been arrested for allegedly using racial slurs and peeing on a black girl at a Lawrence High School football game. The unidentified 17-year-olds who police say are of Indian descent face charges of harassment, bias, intimidation, and lewdness. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after this week's tip from Tarika and a little music. Hello. This week's tip is beware of fake friends. If you have a friend who is more interested in your business than you are, beware. If you have a friend that is always the bearer of bad news or negative news, beware. If you have a friend who always want to one-up you, they have one better. They have one more. Beware. My mother told me two things that have lasted my little short lifetime. She said you'll be able to count your friends on one hand, and you won't be able to use all your fingers. And the other thing she told me is short visits make long friendships. Keep folks out of your house. Nobody want to be bothered with you. You stay out of people's house. Nobody want to be bothered with you, and every time you open your door, nobody don't need to be on your porch. Those are two things that I have found to be so true. I can count my friends on one hand and still not use all of my fingers. And I keep folks out of my house and I stay out of folks' house. There's nothing wrong, she said, with visiting, but it's a visit. You don't have to be in somebody's house all the time and neither should they be in yours. That is my tip for the week. And I've been talking with T. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. Now if that's not enough, what can I say, what can I do? Cause I've been loving you the best way I know how to. Matter of fact, you are the only one that I can truly say I me up and you showed me how to keep selflessly I gave up my love but now that I'm giving my best it's not in no 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 I've been loving you the best I can the best I can I've been loving you the best I can the best I can now if that's not enough what can I say what can I do cause I've been loving 
Google blanking me from the code Inspire me with stories just yet to be told Give me something I can hold on to Cause the view from here See it ain't what it used to be Got me doing things I don't usually do In the name of love, the closer we got See the more that we lost touch Test the time, show me what it's made of It's like you brought some but forgot the rest And that's the hard part for me to digest I know this love thing is a process And while relations with your father They wasn't the best I can't blame him for all of this mess If that's a soft spot, I apologize in advance, played your favorite song cause I know you let it dance, but I played myself thinking I could be your man, that I could be your man, I've been loving you the best I can, the best I Alright, listen, it's that time of the show where we review trending news, and today we have the lady takeover as we have with us our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, and Tip and Tarika. So we're going to start today with our first story I read out of New Jersey, a suburban New Jersey school district that previously was criticized for proposing a plan to serve tuna sandwiches to students who owe lunch money. They backed off that plan, but now they've approved a policy that would prohibit middle school or high school students with lunch debt, attending extracurricular activities, field trips, the prom, et cetera, if they have a school lunch debt over $75. Now, it will be up to the school's principal whether or not to enforce the policy, and they said they will make several attempts to contact the student's parents about their bill, and they're going to encourage them to apply for free or reduced lunch. And incidentally, I read that 76% of U.S. school districts have students with unpaid lunch debt. But I get that they need or want parents to pay the debt, and maybe there are some people who are just, you know, skate trying to skate by. But most often, I suspect, that a parent, if they could, would pay their students' lunch debt. So it seems a little extreme to me, but I'm just curious about what you all think and the listeners. Yeah, I think it's really silly at some point because, you know, they, especially when they try to give them, like, cold meals, you know, everybody knows the food that they have, they throw it away at the end of the day anyways. So why not give them a hot meal? And then as far as them making them suffer, for having a debt, a small debt like that, and not being able to participate in prom and different activities, that is, that's real pity to me. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think they should, I, 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 I kind of support it uh, a little bit. I feel like they have a point, and then also um, it isn't maybe the best thing to do, but I think they should do it in moderation. I mean, not cut it. The way they're going for the juggler, they're trying yeah. to take it all. But if they could kind of, depending on how much a person owes, now if they, you said over $75? Right. Okay. Now if they were right at 75 a little bit or something, now you got two and 300 now. I think there needs to be some kind of uh, consequence. But right at that time, I think it needs to be done a little moderation, just a little bit. You know, I kind of look at it the same way that students are penalized for attendance, especially mm-hmm. the younger ones. My thing is most of the kids, especially in middle school, don't pay their own bills. Right. So they're really getting penalized for something that the parents are responsible for. So I'm not saying, like I said, I'm sure there are some people out there trying to skate, 
and maybe are making some poor choices as far as where they want to put their money. I just wish there was a way for them to be penalized and not the student. That's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it looks like we are quite done with the college admission scandal. Marjorie Clapper was sentenced to jail for falsely claiming that her white son was black and Latino and a first-generation college student so that he could get some priority, I guess, or a boost to his admission. And she was also sentenced for paying $15,000 to boost his ACT score. So she's telling a whole lot of lies. So she just ain't going to tell the truth, I guess. Just No, it don't look like it. And I'm wondering, I guess people don't look because her son is all white. Like, at some point I feel, I mean, I don't know if they take pictures or you have a photo ID, but I guess it doesn't have your race or ethnicity on there because right. it seems like somebody would say, no, wait just a minute. And maybe that's how she got caught, actually. Maybe that's how she got caught. Because well, how long did it take her to get caught? But it came out with the with the rest of the scandal from the from the so she probably got caught with paying for that fifteen thousand dollars to boost his ACT scores and then as they investigated and read his application they saw the other discrepancies. Mm, so she had a she had a whole plan going right there. I yeah. mean, you know that that was strategic. Yeah, well, would think to do that. <laughs> she had a plan and a backup plan, really three. Because <laughs> she boosted his ACT scores, said he was black and Latino, so she figured one of those would work, and he was first generation. She had A, B, and C, maybe D. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And if she probably had put that much energy into actually preparing him, through his elementary, middle, and high school years, she might not have had to go to that extent. So I don't know her son, don't know the deal, but, I mean, it seems like she was really trying to do the most to make sure he got into college. So they were serious about getting their kids in college. Yeah. But why not just, do you wait until they're a senior in high school and decide, oh, I want my kid to go to college? I mean, it's preparation all these years. It looked like she planned this all these years. Nobody thinks of this just overnight. I don't know. She looked like she had this thing together. She had the I's dotted and the T's crossed. Well, she can dot her I's and cross her T's on those jail papers because she is going to jail. So she didn't think it all the way through. (laughs) Right. Do not pass gold. Do not collect $200. And speaking of passing, isn't that what you call it when you pretend to be one race and you're not? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was just checking. I got something else I want to ask y'all about and get your thoughts on. I'm curious as to what you think about this family who got all upset that their sibling was shot. And I get that. You, you know, right or wrong, your family's your family. But they're mad because... He was shot by a store clerk, which I believe was a Dollar General store. He was attempting an armed robbery. Now, keep in mind, I said armed robbery. That makes me think that you have come in with a weapon and put someone in fear of losing their life. And so the store clerk evidently 
in response to that fear shot and killed him. And the family is like going ballistic over that. So what do y'all think? Are they right or what? Well, if you, I mean, as a family member, I know they're they're hurt because he was killed. But mm-hmm. you have to think of the circumstances too. I mean, he went in, he put himself in that situation. He went in to do an armed right. robbery, which means he had a weapon, which means that he possibly could have been shooting to kill them. Because you don't go in with a gun and not expect to use it mostly. Well, I think it was quite embarrassing. The interview itself, the justification that his family members shared on the news was unbelievable. They what they say? Didn't have, she said that well, they shouldn't have a gun on them anyway. Like Who? The store, the store clerk? Wrong. The store clerk, she said the store clerk shouldn't have had no gun in the first place. Well, thank God she did. Mm. I mean, I can't believe that they done flipped it around and made the store clerk the one in the wrong. The dollar store stayed getting robbed, so you have to protect yourself. I mean, that's not just there. Here, they get robbed all the time. You know, not too long ago, uh, somebody got hurt trying to rob the dollar store to hold cash register. So it happens. You have to protect yourself. Right. You do. And... Everybody's goal is to make it home, is to survive. Mm-hmm. And generally, you, you'll do that by any means necessary. And so if you are working somewhere that gets robbed often, as we know the dollar store does, it makes sense to have something to protect yourself. And like I said, you know, we get it. Nobody wants to lose a loved one, but... Pam, I think you said they put themselves in that situation, and there are consequences that come along with that. But I really don't see blaming the store clerk. I don't. I don't either. Well, did they have an officer uh, on duty somewhere? I've never seen one at the dollar dollar store. No, right. Well, I think they need to invest in one because they seem to be the center, uh, the, the central location for crime lately. And you know what? That's probably a topic for another discussion because we talked last week about somebody robbed a store. What was it, Pam? Uh, I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. We we talked about it. And the the point we were making was if you're going to commit a robbery, why are you picking stores like the Dollar Store, Family Dollar, the Dollar Tree? But these are stores that get robbed often. And these are stores most often found in communities that face the challenges of poverty. Right. So, uh, you know, there has to be some correlation because there's a very evident pattern there. People aren't going to like it, but it is what it is. There is something to that, that these stores that are primarily in communities that are facing, like I said, the challenges of poverty get robbed more often. Yeah. Right, yeah, we had discussed that because we was talking about if we're going to go to jail uh, for robbing mm-hmm. something, it would be something more. I would be, they'd be like, Dad, Pam came out of rooms to go with a whole 27-piece living room suit and a dining <laughs> table <laughs> and the TV's off the wall. It's going to be something big. I'm not going to go to jail for robbing a dollar store. I mean, what, you trying to get toiletries? I mean, what's the deal? 
And, you know, I bet they are. That's why I said this probably really is a good topic because think about what they are taking, food, right? toiletries, household-type, you know, necessities like garbage bags and toilet tissue and things mm-hmm. like that. So that goes back to the challenges of poverty and the convenience of those stores being in the location. Like I said, the dollar store in our area gets robbed often. I'm talking about quite often. I'm surprised that they are still here. So I, I admire their commitment to providing that store for the neighborhood because everybody isn't a thief. And there are people that need the convenience of that store, but but they get robbed a lot. And another, I'm going to say one more thing about the dollar store robbery. I've also found that a lot of people, they rob it, they rob the dollar store, but they also get the merchandise and sell it. Mm. So who is going to rob the dollar store or go and take merchandise from the dollar store and then go out on the streets and sell it? The person on the street who's buying it, they can just go to the dollar store and buy it. Right, right. So that's why we're thinking they're taking like food and toiletries, things like that, that they need themselves. Yeah, they're, they're doing that too, but they're also doing, I, I, I've known several to go in and take it and then they come out and sell it. Oh, so you're saying, okay, I get what you said. Like what? Like they're shoplifting. Like they're I get, no, I get that, pay. but what, what, are, what is it, like you said, if I'm going to buy something hot, I need it to be from dealers and bells. Not that I would, but right. if I were, I would uh, need it to be from something like what? What would I, what would they want to buy from the dollar store? Well, they go in there and they take uh, laundry detergent, and you'd be surprised who buy who would buy that. I mean, it's just what the most oh, okay. game maybe eight fifty nine dollars. Yeah, I guess when they go in there and take it, they may sell it for five. So somebody may think that's a deal. Oh, I'm gonna get this. Oh, I see what you're saying. Game for ten, okay. but if he go in there and get it, I'll get it for five. So oh, okay. I think candles. Uh, just some of the strangest things where you think, well, just you might sort of go in there and buy that. Like you said, go to a store where I'm gonna think twice about about it. It, it hits the price hits kind of hard, but dollar store, right? And then I think Pam, you mentioned somebody tried to go in and take the whole register. So I guess some people yeah, are going in for the cash. They're not really right. yeah going in for the money. Hmm. Well, it's all a bit much. Just craziness going on everywhere and right in alignment with our theme for the month better beware beware of all of this foolishness so i guess that's it for this bit and i can't wait to talk to the two of you next week for our spectacular edition of talking with t because we'll be in the week of halloween and i can't wait to tell it and i'm not going to tip around it all right now We discuss many topics on Talking with T, and if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. Your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you are interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With Tea, we would love to help you promote your business or events. 
Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on our website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember that you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. And on that note, I'll end with a quote. Fake friends are no different than shadows. They stick around during your brightest moments, but disappear during your darkest hours. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with T.